Before we start the podcast, we first want to issue a formal apology about something that has come to light about previous episode. We like to apologize to those of you who were deeply affected by our actions or words, or lack thereof. We specifically want to apologize to one person in particular who has been hurt the most by our behavior. We can only hope that she will accept our apology and let us work on our relationship in the future by our actions beyond our apologies. As content creators, we never want this to happen. This is never a fun thing to do, but when you're in the spotlight, these things happen. We're not perfect and can only promise to try to do better in the future. Susanna, we're sorry we didn't give you a shout out as has been tradition in the Self-Help Hipster podcast. Thank you. And now on to the show. <laughs> we love you, Susanna. <laughs> this is the Self-Help Hipster podcast, season four, episode two. The Artist's Way. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Self-Help Hipster Podcast, the podcast associated with the selfhelphipster.com, where we talk self-help books, obsessions, and pop culture pleasures. My name is Liana Gaming from the selfhelphipster.com. And my name is Andrew Jin from andrewjin.co. And thank you so much for tuning back in. We're back at it today with the second episode of our podcast. Yeah, like nothing happened. Like everything is just normal. Everything is normal. Everything is normal. Everything is normal. Everything is totally normal. There's nothing going on. Nothing. And to be honest, we've had hiatuses longer than this for no good goddamn reason. So everything is totally normal. Everything is normal. How are you, my normal friend in these normal times? (laughs) I'm great, my normal friend in these normal times. Good. I am also great in these normal times. Yeah. We're so I'm so happy to to record another podcast, and we're doing a very interesting book today. But before we dive into the book, let's talk about our 30 day challenges. My 30 day challenge. For our previous 30 day challenge, we were talking about doing one thing, and Andrew, you were. Um, working on chillness and mindfulness and you had decided that every day you were going to take one deep, deep breath breath tell me how did it go well it's not the most difficult of things to do it's but doable. yeah it's, it's 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 i can recommend it to everybody really how yeah so? because after that deep breath you don't just take one deep breath you you just you, de- de- you, de- you breathe take, deeper i think uh, yeah yeah what you what you realize is that you have not been taking deep enough breaths right before that yeah. moment and that's really scary thought yeah it's because, easy to, to not yeah. breathe well yeah yeah because when like what you said last episode is that you give a signal to your body that right. everything is fine yep. like everything is fine but if everything is not fine then you take shallower breath true and that is uh, a bad message to send to your body. So taking deep breath, I'm going to keep doing that. Awesome. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. How about you? You did things on a whim? I did. And um, I, the thing that I realized most is that I'm already pretty... Whimsical. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, yeah. I um, have the luxury and the, the opportunity to act on whims in my day-to-day life. Um, when I see something that I want, I either make it happen or I buy it or whatever. Um, 
And also what has been beneficial. So my idea was that, you know, when you have an idea and this actually ties in pretty well with the uh, subject today of the book. Um, if you have an idea multiple times, it's usually the sign that you should really pursue it. I love that. It's, it's, uh, you said that last time. Yeah. That is a fantastic. It really fantastic. is. If it keeps like rolling around in your brain, that's usually a sign that maybe you should act on it. And um, uh, I decided to pursue that a little bit more, especially because like the it, it, it doesn't have to be like, oh my God, I'm going to start writing this book or oh my God, I'm going to start this new project. It can also be I want to clean the kitchen or I should really get rid of that old um, box that uh, that's standing here and I should take it to the, to the trash or whatever. It can be small and medium and big and any anything in between. Um, but what is really nice about a challenge like that, like acting on those whims, is that you become more action oriented. Mm. So instead of like thinking a lot and just doing whatever you're doing, you're th you're having these whims and you're actually acting on it. And I find that the... Um, activities that I do because of those whims, like um, like I said, it, it can be as easy as just bringing um, the big paper boxes that our online orders come in to the, to the <laughs> old paper uh, trash uh, bin, wherever you call it. Uh, it can be as little as that, or it can be bigger, um, such as the the little ebook that I wrote that you can download for free if you're Dutch. It's called Dingen anders doen als je niet naar buiten mag. It's been downloaded almost a thousand times by now. And it's basically wow. um, uh, uh, a little ebook that's a preview of my uh, second book, Dingen anders doen, about uh, habit change. And this one is specifically uh, catered to the completely normal times that we're currently having. So should you want to um, read uh, a little bit more about what my second book is about and about our totally normal times that we're having, you should totally download Dinge anders doen als je niet naar buiten mag. Absolutely. Yes. Download it on your Kindle. Whatever. <laughs> it's an EPUB. You can do it. You can, you can look at it whenever. It's, it's easy. just an It's easy. It's so easy to just open it. It's perfect. You just click it and it's, it's open. There. It's there. I know. It's <laughs> so easy and accessible. Um, and should you want to make it a PDF, you can convert it. Uh, I've l recently learned. Um, so it's nice to be able to act on these whims. Yeah. Yeah. Vegas, baby. Yeah. Woo! Woo! Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. And do you have any idea what new 30-day challenge you want to do? Uh, yeah, let me see. Oh, I started the morning pages when, um, when we decided yeah. to do this book. Yeah. And that is a fantastic I know. And new 30-day challenge. I was thinking that because I had the same idea. Um, so a little bit of a backstory. Uh, Andrew and I um, texted each other about recording a new podcast and we hadn't oh, picked out a book go. yet. <laughs> and so Andrew told me. A little bit of a backstory. Yeah. Huh? Andrew told me, I think we decided on Super Attractor and by Gabriella Bernstein. And something about that just... <laughs> I don't know, irked my brain. There was something that I just didn't feel right. Just a little something. Just a little something. And, and, and I texted back and I was just like, are you sure we hadn't done that before? And then Andrew was like, uh? And then I was like, uh? And so I started looking at our record and turns out two episodes ago, we already <laughs> discussed this book. Ago. So we didn't have a book. Um, but if you want to listen to our episode about Super Attractor by Gabriella Bernstein, you totally can. It's the last episode of the uh, of the third season. Yeah. Um, and so we decided to do something else. And I started browsing the bestseller lists. And um, turns out that The Artist's Way by Julia, Julia Cameron was actually in the bestseller list um, because it's the 25-year anniversary of oh, this really? book. 
And so we decided to start reading it, but we only decided to do that on Sunday. And today it's Wednesday, and I am only at 20% of the book. So full disclaimer, I'm not very far along in the book. I did start with the morning pages as well. Yeah. So I have a little bit like of the, I feel like we're, we can talk about it a little bit, but we're going to go back to this book in the next episode, specifically regarding the 30 day challenge, challenge where we're going the to be doing, pages. and we're going to do the morning pages. Fantastic idea. Because yeah. if you, if, if you think of this book, you think of the morning pages. Exactly. Ask anyone yeah. who's read this book and who loves it. They Definitely. are going to talk about the morning pages that that yeah. is the most transformative exercise yeah and i feel like we can um because today we're going to go into the book and we're going to talk about the things that we we did read and that we did like and you know our general experience but i feel in order to give you the listener the full like the full monty we have to try it for a while and then report back and the 30-day challenge is actually perfect so that next time we can talk about a new book but we can also reflect back on what the artist's way which is more of a workbook anyway yeah, yeah. um we can reflect back on that so that's what we're gonna do yeah fun great fun times all and right so you're gonna do that as well yes i'm also gonna do the morning pages oh yes. it's it great. should be doable because i'm a i'm a morning person aren't anyway. you a morning pages person already well i do don't you um, write a lot I do write a lot, but it de- it depends kind of um, how, what my day is like. And on my work days, I don't write in the morning because then I usually go exercise first and then start my work day. But it might be interesting to see because um, in our totally normal times, I've been getting up a little bit later than I usually do. Mm-hmm. Um, and well, not all the time because my workout classes are still at seven. But then after the workout, I go shower and then I start my work day. So maybe I should try getting up a little bit earlier. Like if I get up at six, I have some time to do the morning pages and three pages because that's what the morning pages are you have to write three pages pages, three full pages um stream of consciousness i can do that i think in half an hour so i'm just gonna do that uh, and report back great yeah awesome the book of the month okay my dear andrew we never even considered doing this book i think for the podcast did we you know what's funny? The when you were talking about the whim, and that is when you have recurring things pop up, mm-hmm. and then you don't act upon them, mm-hmm. and then when the time is right, you do it. Or yeah, <laughs> the same with this book. Definitely, twenty five so years funny. ago, yeah, there was someone in my life who really wanted me to read this book. Oh, yeah, but I wasn't ready for it. That she happens. she kept talking about. The things in the book mm-hmm. and the morning pages and stuff like that. And I was totally not... Not into it. Not no. into it. Not ready. Mm-mm. I was so skeptical. Sure. I didn't feel like any of this. No. Go away. Yeah. Not for me. <laughs> yeah. And then later on, I kept hearing from some heroes of mine mm-hmm. who read the book. Yeah. And they kept saying the the, the that... This book had a huge influence in their life. Yeah. Was a huge influence in their lives. And it's like, ah, oh, God. God damn it. Now I have to read the thing. <laughs> <laughs> and it was already a weird thing yeah. because mm-hmm. when once you decide not to like something, you just don't you like just it. Don't yeah. like it. It's, it's like my friend Nick, shout out to Nick. He, 
we we keep trying to make him watch uh, Call Me By Your Name. Oh, with, yeah? Uh, Timothy Chalamet. Huh? I haven't seen it either. You haven't seen it either? No. But I did read the book. It's beautiful. Uh, yeah. Okay. Sorry, but continue. He knows he has to see it, but because everybody's <laughs> pushing him to see, to watch it, he doesn't really want to see it. I think everyone so I think everyone has something like that yeah. in their life yeah, where yeah. people keep recommending it to you and you're just like, I don't want to. <laughs> and every time you talk to me about it, I want it even less. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Leave me alone. Leave me alone. And now he he's he keeps he keeps being haunted by Timothy Chalamet because <laughs> every 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 Timothy Chalamet thing he is he is like um impressed by it's like yeah, oh this guy's actually cool, cool. <laughs> but he cannot watch the movie because he's decided not to watch it oh my god yeah <laughs> but then there is one pivotal point in the future where nick himself just like we ourselves yeah, yeah. make the decision to actually do read it watch it listen exactly. to it whatever yeah which is so interesting what happens then when there suddenly is the switch of oh, like yeah, yeah. Now I'm ready. Now I'm going to do it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but <clears throat> to return to this book. Yes. I I there I couldn't not I could not have done it earlier. No. Because same. I was not in the in the zone for it. No, right. This content I wasn't able to absorb it and get it's it. It's weird how that happens with yeah. self-help books. I and it's the same with um you can read a self-help book at the totally wrong time oh, and yeah. hate it and then later on you'll read it again and you're just like oh my god this is changing my life this is this yeah it's it's very um except for dinga undertune that's that's always, always a, a book. great book in stores now wherever fine books are sold um but it's uh it that's definitely true a book has to come to you at the right time and the funny thing is i remember the artist way you do from californication oh, do you remember wow. that show yeah, i do so it's, 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 I think it's a pretty old show by now. Um, and it's about Hank Moody, who's a writer. And he fucking hates this book. <laughs> he just despises this book. I think in one scene, uh, he just... Well, maybe not exactly this one, but like a, 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 a fake version of this book. It's pretty clear that, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, that yeah. it's this book, if it's not exactly this one. And I think he steals it from like the bookstore because he just hates it so much and he doesn't want the artist to make any money. It's just, it's really funny. That's what I, that's one of my most vivid memories of this book. Um, and somehow it just, it didn't even cross my mind. Like I've been in self-help bookstores, mm -hmm. well, I've been in the self-help section of bookstores and in libraries so many goddamn times, but never, it never even crossed my mind to purchase or read this book. It's funny. Until now. And you're an artist, and it's I guess, something that yeah, yeah. I, I I should like this because especially, and I think the one thing which is so stupid that sent me over the edge this time was oh, yeah. the foreword that's done by Natalie Goldberg. And for those of you who do not know, I teach a creative writing course for one of the Dutch, basically, yeah, uh, yeah. online teaching places, NTE, mm -hmm. uh, and um, shout out. Shout out, whoop, whoop. Um, and um, um, one of the books that I use for the course is Writing Down the Bones, but in Dutch, by Natalie Goldberg. And her book, Writing Down the Bones, is one of the most influential creative writing books ever. And she's really, really good. And I've read that book to shreds during my teens. And um, which is why it's actually really fun that this was one of the books that I had to use in order to create the creative writing course. Um, and so I saw that Natalie Goldberg had written the foreword, I was like, but how bad can it be? If it's with <laughs> Natalie Goldberg, 
it should be fine. I'm just gonna, I'm just, let's give it a shot. And so this book was actually first published in 1992. Crazy, I was huh? four years old at that time. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah. Amazing. Wait, I'm not, am I saying that right? Yeah, 1992, yeah. Let's talk about what we did read in the book. I have, again, the disclaimer, I'm not very far along, but it is um, a workbook and um, it's pretty self-explanatory. I think that the rest of the book goes more into depth about like processes and, and anecdotes about people who are using it. But the main thing, the main topic, uh, the, uh, for those of you who are interested, it's written by Julia Cameron. And Julia Cameron has written, has a very impressive body of work. Most of it is surrounded around the, the thing with the artist's way. Um, but there's also, I think she she's written for television. She's written some fiction. She's yeah. written some plays. She's, she's actually a creative she's writer. Very, right? She's very, uh, she is an artist in many yeah. different ways of the written word, which I find so inspiring. I think that's so cool. Huge um, uh, nonfiction um, uh, body of work. Yeah. And she was actually married to Martin Scorsese. No way. Yeah. That's they, crazy. Uh, I think she was one of, sec she was a second wife and they have a daughter, what? but then they got divorced. Mm. Oh, well. Anyway, um, and um, for those of you who want to know a little bit more about what The Artist's Way is about, it's basically about how to invite creativity into your life, no matter who you are and what you do. So you can be a high-functioning, super ambitious manager or director or CEO or CFO. You can be a stay-at-home mom. You can be working in a supermarket. You can be a teacher. You can be working at a factory line. It doesn't fucking matter everyone has creativity and everyone can benefit from the two main principles in this book. And Andrew, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that those are A, the morning pages that we talked about before, where every morning you have to fill three full pages of a notebook with stream of consciousness writing and two, the artist's date. Yeah. Which is two uninterrupted hours for you to focus on making something, creating something, writing something, drawing whatever can be whatever you like the whole purpose of this book is um okay so there's a a, a quote in order to self-express you must first define the self and l usually people just go about their day and you know just y yeah it's life is messy it is life is messy and what these exercises do in this book is to align yourself with, with yourself. yourself it's like these morning pages there you just have to write three pages of whatever happens yeah whatever comes to comes mind. out of you yeah so that that just exhausts your your inner critic yeah. and you just blurt it all out and then strangely your 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 mind is sort of exhausted and empty and all that's left is yeah. the real thing. You're more I think you're yeah. more relaxed in a yeah. weird way. Yeah. Like, oh, I got that yeah. off my chest. Yeah, really. <laughs> yeah. Which is odd if you think about it because you think like after a morning, like after a night's sleep, there shouldn't be things in the way, but somehow there there are, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's funny to take it all away before you even start. Exactly. So but then it's, you it's, can start yeah. on a good on the good foot. Exactly. And I think it's um it's interesting what comes out. 
because like uh one of the i've done it twice now so i'm not saying that this is a very very scientific uh, empirical research <laughs> but um at one time i was just like really just all over the place and just you know random very random like skipping from topic to topic and in the other one i just like basically i started off with one sentence about my dream and then i i didn't really realized just how much of my dreams i had oh, remembered wow. of that night and it was just like vroom, everything that i dreamt that night oh that's yeah, it was really cool i think it's really interesting and and i think what i like about the the principle about the morning pages is that like you said life is messy and we disconnect disconnect from ourselves and yeah. i feel like especially now we don't always necessarily know what's going on within us yes um and um it's so easy to avoid confronting what's going on within you because it's it can be scary or confrontational yes, yes, or yes. not what you want because sometimes we already feel or think things that we're not really ready for and i don't think it's beneficial to avoid them or to let them like put them aside um, and i think that the morning pages are a great way to sort of on your own terms and in your own pace but working with everything that's going on within you yeah which i like yeah, and the rest of the book is um, filled with with uh, little things to make yourself be more open to the idea of being an yeah. artist. Yeah, um, it's that all about perspective, yeah. about allowing things to flow, of allowing your your inner your inner artist, mm. which she calls a child. This is the reason why I didn't like right. it in the beginning i totally get that yeah it's too woo woo for yeah. me yeah yeah makes sense but yeah. now it's fine i i am in a place yeah where i see that the woo woo kind of life is the best <laughs> life <laughs> no no so i i told you about um the abraham hicks thing um. that I'm sort of listening to all every every day. Yeah, the the the, the meditations. So um, uh, it's it's it's. I just watch a an an Abraham Hicks yeah rampage video every day. Like, I think I remember that from a previous yeah, podcast. Yeah, you know she's the yeah I, I know I yeah I remember. I don't want to say it. It's the law of attraction yeah. woman, but I don't really. It's not that no. at all. It's. I think it's, it's more holistic. It's holistic. Yeah. It's, it's how you view life and how you um, can can live a great life without mm. effort. Yeah. It's just the path of least resistance and that it's a good thing mm. to, to chill and to yeah. relax and have a good life and have and not have to worry all the time. Mm. And then things go, go well for yeah. you. And, and I decided... I've decided to to surrender yeah. to this this content. That's nice. That's and, good. And I am in love with the whole thing. That's so, so nice. there's a lot of energy, woo woo yeah. stuff, universe, the, the vibration, yeah. blah. But I sort of eat it now. It's like, all right, all right. I have no resistance against those words anymore wow that's and really nice i love it it i'm f in such a good place that's so nice i think because that that's of this. yeah well yeah. i think that that's really good you know me i have a little bit more i actually had a really interesting discussion with someone about this 
yesterday she was like but can you explain to me what your love hate relationship is with 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 the secret and love attraction well not so much the secret because the secret is just done and dusted in yeah. my in my yeah, perspective yeah. but the love attraction and i had a really interesting um conversation with her about that and i i can't fully surrender to it um and maybe at some point i will and maybe i won't but for now the fact that i can surrender surrender to certain parts of it that's enough for me yeah so gratitude thinking of what i want um and also really interesting what she said shout out to Sunella. <laughs> <laughs> what she said is like um the law of attraction is not just something that's it's not a standalone it's and it's insane to me that i hadn't really realized this well, I call myself the self-help fucking hipster. Um, <laughs> it's actually integrated into 12 universal laws. And together, uh. there I haven't I've I've downloaded a few books about it because I want to oh, I really? do want to read it. Um, but basically together they make a lot more sense. Um because my problem with the law of attraction is that it's very... It's not a law. It's, it's definitely not a law. <laughs> but like, I'm, I'm interested to find out more about how, how everything fits together in those 12 laws, the Ooh, 12 universal great, laws. Great um, thing to dive into. Definitely, but we're getting sidetracked. Um, but that's really nice. You can surrender to that. And I think that that's also with the term of your, your inner child. Um, it doesn't serve you to resist that. If the rest of the book is good and the rest of the content resonates with you it doesn't serve you to keep bumping against the one term that you don't necessarily like and i completely let that go while i'm reading it now because uh, it's just like yeah. this is the what she, this is what she calls it yeah so it's fine it's fine i can Isn't work it with it interesting how we get tripped up by language it really is just by saying it's law of attraction yeah. can put you off yeah it's like no 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 it's not a law woman no stop. it ain't no law <laughs> what are you talking about and then you totally disregard the whole thing yeah it's true it's it's um and i Discard. think yeah it's um i think you're mostly tripping up yourself yeah if 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 one thing just like <clears throat> just listen to what yeah. she has to say exactly and just I think listen that that's to what the point of it all the is. point of the book and is. perhaps give it a shot yeah try it definitely and that's what i've been doing and yeah same oh my, wow <laughs> and what I also, what I really like, and I think that um, it has some sort of feel to it, uh, like big magic. Yeah, the word magic. I was going yeah, to uh, it, mention it, that. that comes uh, uh, that comes back in the book a few times, and it also it just really reminds me of big magic um, because that's also about allowing yourself to create and be creative. Yeah. And I think the difference is, is that um, Elizabeth Gilbert's book really focuses on basically downloading the ideas from the mm -hmm. sky, to, so to speak. But <laughs> it is um, the same in the sense of that, like giving yourself permission and space to be a creative person and to enjoy, enjoy creativity and making things without always thinking that it should be great or perfect. Oh, or yes. That's actually something that I also wanted to talk about. Um, wow, so I don't know wow, if you... Wow, wow, um, wow. What? No, please. Oh. <laughs> I'll come back so to it. So <laughs> a dear, dear internet friend of mine, Des, who I've been following for maybe longer than I've written for the self-help hipster, she um, uh, has been blogging on Medium just like me, and she wrote a book. She wrote her first book, Ik ben er ook nog. And I don't have it around because otherwise I would say the title perfectly. Um, but she wrote... Link 
I'll put the in link in the show notes. Yeah. Um, she, um, she wrote that. And before that, she made a zine, which is basically a teeny tiny magazine, if I'm not mistaken. And um, she has been really, really enjoying making those things. And what I found, found, first of all, it's a gloriously beautiful book. I really enjoy reading it. It's very intimate. It's very loving and warm and vulnerable and honest about motherhood and and personhood and it's just really really good and what i really like is that she her first print was just 50 books and she was just like i'm gonna make 50 books and see what happens she sold 50 books and she made the second print 25 books and she sold those two and that was great and what i really like and what i feel we should all do more is just Keep it small if that's what we feel like we can do. Because I feel that in the Netherlands and in our culture, you are only allowed to do things like this in like the common eye, in like every, in everyone's perspective, if it's a huge success. Yes. So if you do something creative, you better believe yeah. that it should like be an overnight sensation, Absolutely. a bestseller, a TV show. You should be invited to the talk shows. You should be in the public eye, in the media. It should be a big thing because otherwise the Dutch people are just like, who do you think you are? Yeah. There should be like... Or it's a waste of time or it's, exactly. it's a hobby or whatever. There should, yeah. like, there's um, there's a need for, not necessarily for the creator themselves, although we are influenced by that, like, expectation from everyone around us. But there is this thing in Dutch culture where it should be, like, a huge thing because otherwise you might as well not do it. Why bother, mm-hmm. kind mm-hmm. of. And I hate that so much. <laughs> I hate it so much because I feel because of that, A... The public is deprived of lovely things yeah. that are perfect for maybe littler niches or just smaller audiences. And two, a lot of people don't do their awesome creative stuff because they think it's going to be too small. Yep. But babies, there is nothing too small. If you want to do it, you go out and fucking do it. Preach! Woo! Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> no, but honestly, I feel very passionate about that because um, we there's so much creativity that we could be exposed to and that creators could enjoy ah. if we had if we yes. don't focus so much on what it should be. Because I was talking to someone who was also started writing on Medium, and she was like, "Yeah, but who's like who wants to read what I write?" I'm just like, "Bitch, it doesn't matter who wants to read it; they'll come." It mattered. It matters that you want to write it. Yes. Go write yes. it and go cre- draw. Go make a picture. Go do whatever. Oh, the wow. public will will catch up. And even if it's a teeny tiny public, and even if there's no one, if you want to do it, then do it. But don't let the idea that it should be a huge thing um, keep you from doing those projects. It's so crazy how we're conditioned. We really are. This way. Yeah. yeah. So bring more creativity into your life, even if it's just for you or just for your small audience, exactly. whatever it may be. And 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 practice saying nobody. That's yeah. like if somebody asks, how many books have you sold? Yeah. I don't know. It's, yeah, exactly. That's what I, <laughs> And that's actually I'm, what I'm trying to practice as well. I don't know how Dinga Andersdoen is doing in terms of numbers. I try to focus on the really lovely messages that I get, on the fun things oh, that people and those say are to me. Fantastic, and they right? are lovely. Yeah. And... Um, because the thing is, even if it doesn't go to a second print, even if maybe only 700 or 800 people have bought the book and are reading the book, it's still a success. 
Yeah. I shouldn't be telling myself that it's only a success if X, um, X amount of copies are sold. I shouldn't be telling myself that I should be in radio shows or podcasts or whatever. I've made a book. Whatever I'm not having right now is a champagne problem. And I'm not focusing on the champagne problems. I'm focusing on the champagne. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel Put like that we on should, Twitter. Exactly. I feel like we should all try to do that. Like these are. That is the key. Yeah. Woman. I think so. I and think so. With the, with the it's e-book. about the art itself. Exactly. And with the ebook as well, it's not perfect. It's not perfect. There's prob- there's a few, like a few tiny mistakes still in there. I could have maybe read it once or twice moreover, but I didn't because I wanted to put something out in the world yeah. and I thought it was fun and I thought it was good enough and I put it out there. And that makes it perfect. And that makes it perfect for me. Yeah. And I'm going to do the same thing with another ebook and I'll make them just because I like making them. Yeah. That is fantastic. That is that inspiring in AF. <laughs> no, but this, that's the I truth. think it's really important for because I feel like we're all waiting for permission and for something to be big enough. Don't. Just go 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 do go do it. Especially the permission. Yeah. We've talked about the big enough mm. and now the permission. Oh yeah. That is my problem. Yeah? Do you do you need permission? I need permission. And I uh wow. Like with me making music. Oh, sure. Especially with making music. Oh, wow. I have to find permission from someone. <laughs> like, please, can I? Oh, and because there's also, there's always something else to do. Sure. If there's I'm making yeah. music, I'm not designing something. If yeah. I'm, I'm not working on a project. And then it feels frivolous. Yeah. To go out and make music just because you want to for fun oh, while yeah. you should be doing things for other people kind of yeah yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then th- there are those nuggets of time that uh, a friend of mine he like he says let's go to the studio tonight we're gonna make music yeah and it's like okay yeah and then it's and completely then you do it. Yeah. um uh, uh legit it's like, okay, now we're in the studio making music. Yeah. There's nothing else we're doing. No, we're exactly. Making music. And yeah. then magic happens. Right? And then it's like, oh, why am I not doing this all the time? <laughs> <laughs> and then the next day I need permission again. Yeah. That, that's it's, it's so, so weird, weird how that works. That yeah. is so weird. Yeah. I wonder what you'd need in order to just always feel permission. Because yeah. there's like, if you, if you look back on everything that we've read and everything that we've done, um, there's also an argument to be made of like your identity, seeing yourself more as also a music maker instead of just the other creative stuff that you do. Yeah, that's one way. Yeah. But if you read this book, mm-hmm. um, Julia says, you know what? It's important to feed your, your, yeah. your creative yeah. child. Just, it's healthy. Yeah, it's healthy and it needs to be done. Yeah. That's, also, that's another way to look at it not yeah. just your identity but ne- yeah necessity yeah yeah it's it's yeah it's great it is and what i also really like about this book she's a fucking good writer yeah. I, which yeah. is a dumb yeah. thing for me to, i realize this, this is coming out of my mouth that it's it's weird that i'm surprised that someone who writes about writing is a good writer but it, it um i um it was better than i expected in uh. the sense of that there's like i i highlighted sentences sentences just because they were so beautiful. Ooh, just because nice. I liked them so much in terms of the writing and not necessarily the quote itself or the message. Oh, yeah. So the, she the, and the I craft think of and I, yeah, and I think that that's also um, something that's a byproduct from the creative of, from this process from the artist's way. You hone your skills. 
even yeah. if it's just stream yeah. of consciousness, mm-hmm. even if it's just those three morning pages, practice, practice, practice. Oh my God, I forgot how to write. <laughs> no, you I did not. No, no, seriously. The first morning pages that I did, mm-hmm. my hands were cramped after half a page. Really? It's like, like oh my poor, God. Poor baby. Yeah, I had to, to uh, I had to find another pen mm. because it's like the next morning pages yeah. I did with a fine liner, oh, yeah. what I used to, yeah, to draw. draw with. And that was a, a lot better. Really? <laughs> but the first one, my hands were cramped. I couldn't, and I, I, Honey. I realized like writing by hand is slow. Oh my God! It's Can I go off so on another tangent? So slow. Please? Yeah. I yeah. cannot. I know. I'm thinking way ahead of this. Yeah. And I I didn't want to write um, uh, messy, no. so I wanted to write neatly. Okay. And but in order to write neatly, I couldn't slow. write super fast. No, so yeah. it's like, wow, this is taking forever. I but I had to do it. Yeah. Because you know I committed to doing it. Exactly. So this is exactly to. my struggle. Yeah. Um, because. I write first drafts. Oh yeah, best with hand by I, hand. I I was thinking about that. Yeah, and I was thinking about you. Yeah, that you said that. It's like, how does she do this? Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's annoying. I actually posted on about that on Instagram a while ago. Um, that I've I've had some resistance towards that exactly for what you said because it's so fucking slow. And it feels inefficient. And you know yeah. me, I'm a productivity junkie. I like to be efficient. Optimize. Optimize, optimize, optimize. <laughs> um, but it's just it's just the way that it is because the first draft that I write in, on paper is infinitely better than the first draft that I write of anything in a Word document. Oh, wow. So, and what happens if I write it down on paper first? And actually, if you look at this notebook, this is since March. This is everything that I've written since March. That's half and I'm notebook. already yeah. halfway through the through the notebook, um, and I think I might actually like in a few weeks it will be full because I I've mm-hmm. sort of like accepted that I'm more of a by hand writer, especially for first drafts, and also if I have the first draft on paper, I can edit it while I'm putting it in a word document, which actually is pretty efficient. Yeah, and I also noticed that I was at um at a hotel that was a work uh, workplace um, where you could use you could rent a hotel room uh, in order to work. So instead of always working from home, you can also support local hotels by using their off their hotel rooms for a workday. Mm-hmm. And in one of those days, I wrote six thousand words by hand. Wow. And I was just like, what the hell? How the <laughs> fuck did that happen? So it's actually, you just maybe shouldn't overthink it, the fact that it's by hand. And um, yes, you have to pace yourself because I also rec- yeah, relate yeah. to the, your brain is like three sentences ahead, but that's also good because you you have to sort of like skip, like flip flop back and forth to where you are with your hand and where you are with your brain. And that keeps it, like you, um, it helps the connection between the sentences because you have to, keep looking but like oh where am where am i actually at and where do i want to go so mm. you, you have to really work with the flow so i actually i've i've sort of accepted that that's my process <laughs> Ooh. it's my process you guys it's it's is it painful how so what do you mean because you have to endure certain things even the even though you know it's going to be better this way it um, I have to because keep my, so, my so, yeah. I have to keep my productivity junkie at bay for a little while, and um, but because I work with the twenty minutes. For yeah, the do you do a double pomodoro when you write by hand? 
Um, no, I still do 20 minutes and then five minutes break. And then my hand is actually pretty okay. But I've always written a lot by hand. So I think that that's, I've never really completely lost it. Ah. So that, that makes it easier. Well, I think that there's a lot of people out there who aren't even used anymore to writing by hand. Oh, yeah. There's so many people who just use computers. Yeah. I was craving for a keyboard. I bet you were. <laughs> you poor thing. But three pages is still, I think, doable for anyone. Oh, yeah. But just get a good pen. A smooth yeah, pen. You definitely. will. You will then when you have to do three pages. You will. Yeah. <laughs> you will appreciate a nice smooth pen. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, do we recommend the book? Wow. Good question. Mm-hmm. I'd love it if readers, if listeners, would join us for the thirty-day uh, challenge with the morning pages. That's a great idea. That'd be really fun. We'd have to like stay a little bit on top of it through social media, but that might be a fun experiment yeah. to try anyway. Shall we do it through your social yeah, media? Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, I'll just tag you. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Oh, okay. And I'll tag you. Because I feel like you can um, you can do that with or without the book. So if you want to read the book, you can. And it's super cheap right now on Amazon. Uh, yeah, it's actually like three dollars. Three dollars, but you can also just do the three morning, uh, the three morning pages, whatever. Yeah. And I also remember that in the Miracle Morning, there's also like an aspect of writing. Yeah. So maybe a lot of you already know it from like the Miracle Morning or from mm-hmm, other self help mm-hmm. books because it's it's something that more people recommend. It's funny. It's sort of universal yeah. tactics. To exactly. Do the, uh, yeah. The, so the more join, books we read, the more. I find these universal, yeah. universal things. Yeah, and, and the interesting thing is, is that you can read it five times, but the sixth author will say it in a way to just completely close. Yeah, it's so weird. And then you needed all those five yeah, other did. ones. Yeah, to yeah. cement it in your brain. Yeah, it's part of the journey. Yeah. Do you have any quotes? Do you like? Um. Yes. Hang on. I'm gonna grab my iPad. So the one, the things that I highlighted, when people ask, why do we write morning pages? I joke to get to the other side. They think I'm kidding, but I'm not. Morning pages do get us to the other side. The other side of our fear, our negativity of our moods. And beyond that, they get us beyond our sensor. Oh yeah. And I, th- I really like that quote because I feel like it's perfectly encapsulating the yeah. thing that we talked about in yeah. the beginning where um, it's a way to get over yourself mm-hmm. in a way. How about you? There are a few. I, I like this one. She says, go to your closet. There's, there are a lot of the little tricks and yeah, for sure. tasks. There's so many that I read the audiobook. Yeah. But it's it's impossible. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, here are five things you can do. Like, what? What? How am I going to do all these five? But it doesn't really matter. No. They're just tricks. As long as you do the morning pages, you're fine. But here's one. Donate one low self-worth outfit that you find in your closet to the universe. (laughs) (laughs) Like, oh yeah, this one makes me feel like really, like I'm not worth it. Donate it. That's a really good idea. That's funny, isn't it? That's funny. Maybe it's someone else's highest team outfit. Hey, ooh, wow. Right? And that one person's trash is another person's treasure. Yep. Entanglement. Yeah. Quantum mechanics. <laughs> <laughs> you got another one? Yeah, this this is actually what I was talking about before when I said that Julia Cameron is a really talented writer, a really skilled writer. She talks about this um, 
a millionaire, a very like big shot. And she says about him, uh, because he was kind of like closed off and he didn't really want to, he, he had some, he was hesitant towards the artist's sway and the morning pages. <laughs> Who isn't? And she says about him, Timothy's invincible facade was as dark, shiny and expensive as mahogany. I'm sorry. Yeah. That just gives me a huge <laughs> writer boner. That is so good. It's yeah. a perfect, perfect sentence. But other than that, <laughs> I also really, really liked... Um, hang on, hang on, hang on. She said about um, uh, the artist date, which is actually maybe nice for the listeners to specifically hear what it is. An artist date is a block of time, perhaps two hours weekly, especially set aside and committed to nurturing your creative consciousness, your inner artist. In its most primary form, the artist date is an excursion, a play date that you pre-plan and defend against all interlopers. You do not take anyone on this artist date, but you and your inner artist, AKA your creative child. That means no lovers, friends, spouses, children, no taggers on of any stripe. So it's really like... I love this sentence as well. Right? It's so nice. I remember listening to this sentence while I was doing the dishes. Yo, like, yeah. Like, wow. What did you, you just say? N- just no interlopers. No interlopers. <laughs> so good. <laughs> and um, what she also said about, because you can experience a lot of resistance when it comes to creativity and, and, and creating and, and stuff a like that. A lot. A lot. And she said, boredom is just what's the use in disguise. And what's the use <laughs> is fear. Yep. So it's really about like accepting that maybe you feel bored or fearful or, yeah. or angry or whatever, but it's all a, a ruse. Yeah. It's a it's it's a it's a it's a facade and you have you can you can bust through it. I a think. lot is fear. Yeah. A lot has to do with fear. But I think that like again, if you look back on everything that we've read, um, a lot of people say there's actually only two real emotions because everything negative eventually comes down to fear. Yeah. And everything positive eventually comes down to love. Wow. I know. Chills. That's why they pay me the mediocre bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, so, yeah. Why so cynical? <laughs> no, it's just, it's just my, I just use that sentence just to make fun. I don't know. I just really like the sentence. I say it to my students whenever they're like, oh, well, that's a really good idea. Or, oh, you really helped me. I'm, yeah. I'm like, thanks. That's yeah. why they pay me the mediocre bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a, a reference to the holiday where um, she says, and that's why they pay me the big bucks? Yeah. <laughs> yeah? Yes, it is. Yeah. yeah. Which is a lovely movie, by the way. I will never grow tired of the holiday. Oh, me too. Right? It's, a, it's just, I think it, when it's I was in younger. My, it's in my top list right? of, of um, books, of uh, movies on Letterboxd. Really? Do you use Letterbox? No, I don't. <gasps> you uh, I should use Letterboxd. Susanna, Susanna uses Letterbox. Susanna, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I really like that movie. And I think when I was younger, I just really fell in love with the house, like the, the fancy ass house in LA. I just really, really like oh, that. But yes. um, it's a really the, nice when, movie. When she just lays in bed and says, not today. Yeah. And then the yeah. blinds yeah, go, down. go down. Wow. That Amazing. is, and it's the, the, it fades to black. Yeah. Pure black. Yeah. That's what I want. Yeah. That's that's, that's the dream. That's the dream. All right. I think we can move on. And again, I just... Oh, sorry. One more sorry, sorry, thing sorry, sorry, that sorry. is yeah. so cool. Tell me. Um, you... <laughs> okay. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do you, do you ever 
experience this that you have this idea and then you're so quick to tell someone about it and then it's it's lost it's mm. like poof the magic is gone that's why i fucking stopped telling people she calls this you need escape velocity escape velocity means um you need enough momentum and mm-hmm. enough speed to escape this situation oh. to the new situation yeah, yeah. the new situation is where you have the art yeah and the thing is oh my god the first rule of magic is containment <gasps> it's like oh my god. don't tell anyone i'm getting goosebumps yeah that, because that that's real that's like i I'm not, I'm not that far ahead in the book but yes that's yes. why that's why i'm a bad internet person because <gasps> i can't share what i'm doing when I'm doing it, I have to Goosebumps wait. Goosebumps back to, at me. Right? Because the next part of what I wrote down is, but how do we do this in a world of social media? Where yeah. you, we're sharing your process. Yeah. Which I understand that people huge. like to know. Yeah. yeah, they like to know it and it's part of the yeah. marketing. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But how do you combine the two? I can't do it. I don't know how to do this. Well, I... um. I've always had this problem. While my friends would like document their 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 journeys towards yeah. fitness or towards writing or whatever, uh-huh. I can't fucking do it. When as soon as I put it out in the universe or to yeah. the people, it just sucks the energy out of it. I've always had that problem, and so I sort of like accepted that I like to do shit in secret. And then when it's almost there or sort of finished, yeah, that's when I can share it. And one way I try to combat it is by um, sometimes documenting it a little bit so that I can show it when it's actually done and the rest of the time I'm just like fuck it this is what I made this is what I did you just do whatever because I, I can't let the it ha- for me it really has to be contained because yeah. if the energy's gone I'm, it's it's gone Ooh. it just doesn't happen <laughs> that's why I that's one of the reasons that the first book took me so goddamn long I announced yeah. too soon Yeah. I should have kept my mouth shut until I actually created it mm-hmm. which is what I almost did for second book it was i think halfway finished and that was okay back then because i had enough that i felt confident that i was going to finish you it. had escape velocity i had the escape velocity oh Ooh. my god I love it. <laughs> perfection yes great well just for that particular part alone see brilliant just for that part alone you should read the book yeah all right just to reiterate, we're going to do a 30-day challenge with the morning pages. And we all invite anyone who's listening to join us and to let us know on my social media so we can talk about that a little bit more. And I can maybe share also some of your experiences in the next podcast. Great. Pop culture pleasure. Okay. I'm going to start. And <laughs> we're going to see. Because Andrew, when he arrived, he said... I think we have the same one. I'm not sure if we have the same one. I'm not sure either, but but we're gonna. Um, I hope exactly. Or at okay. least if I tell mine, then you can. I I just sneak and I think so we have obvious. the same one. Did I? Rain on me by Lady oh, Gaga. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't ask for a free ride. <laughs> Show you a real good, good time. time. <laughs> na, 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 it's so catchy. Rain <laughs> on me. <laughs> oh, 
when she says that and then they jump oh, it's so in the cool. clip in the, yeah. in the oh, video yeah the video is so cool oh. Oh. i really like the song i've been listening to it non-stop when i'm taking a walk outside in the normal it times makes yeah, so it makes happy. me so happy it's yeah. perfect it's, it's not as good as blinding lights but it has some of the same energy yeah. to it i feel yeah. like the catchiness and mm. the, the the vibe i just really really like it yeah the fun thing is that the like the drop the, the the musical drop mm -hmm. the house beat yeah it is not even from that long ago no. so it's sort of nostalgia from something you you already know yeah, pretty well exactly which is still like relatively so recent fresh it really You're is like oh i wanted this ah. i'm so happy. thank you gaga it was very cool yeah that's so see I, that's cool that we had the same yeah. i had the same one I it's i think confident. it's a, it's such a fun and catchy song and i love really that um, I saw an Instagram story of you blowing your hair, yes, dry, right dry, blow drying yeah, your hair, yeah. singing this, and uh, I always have is, to have that music is the when I'm blow drying my hair. Yeah, emotion, right? That I had with it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I've been listening to that nonstop. Um, also, mm. I have watched Never Have I Ever on Netflix. What is that? Oh, oh, it's a show created by Let's put Mindy that in the Kaling. show notes. We really, really should. It's a very diverse cast with very diverse problems. It's about um, an Indian high school girl who um, wants to lose her virginity. Um, and, but it's not just about that. It, I think it's about like 10 <laughs> disclaimer. or 15. <laughs> disclaimer. It's 10 to 15% maybe of the entire show because everyone has like actual three-dimensional characters and, oh, okay. and storylines and stuff like that. And um, it's just so fun. And I was so sad because I thought that it was like 10 episodes and then it wasn't. So then at a really pivotal moment, at the end, I was so excited for everything else that was still going to happen. And then it turned out it was the season finale. And I was so sad. <laughs> it was just... Which re reminded me to always, when I start a new show, check how many episodes it is so that I know when I have to grieve. Um, but it's a really, really fun show. Um, it's It's really random. It's narrated by enter weird tennis player here that i don't mcenroe really yeah it's, john mcenroe yeah yeah it's oh. yeah which is so that's bizarre so <laughs> and then at one time andy samberg flies in and he's the narrator it's it's just it's very odd but it's just it's it's such a fun show i enjoyed it it has okay. a very very um sex education feel oh, to would... it but not too much and also a book smart feel Oh, okay. Have you seen Booksmart? No. Oh my God, go watch Booksmart. It's on Amazon Prime. It's Amazon Prime. Yeah, it's of course so I good. have that as well. Good, good job. <laughs> Booksmart is amazing. Susanna has all. Uh, shout out. This is the second <laughs> shout out because we have some making up to do. Um, the the um, she told me that it was really really good and I've seen it with Vincent now that it was on Amazon Prime and it was just two hours of bliss. It's just absolutely stunning and amazing. Awesome. Okay, Europe. Tell me. No, our that's oh. pop culture pleasure is okay. done. Okay. Well, I have one more. Well, then. I have a lot of pop culture pleasure. Pleasures. Yeah. In mean, the totally normal times, we have pop uh, yeah. pleasures are all what we're doing. <laughs> um, I've also started to watch the Avengers movies in order. In order. Well, we started halfway, so I'm, I'm, I'm guess I'm cheating, but. So we, do you um, have Disney Channel as well? We do. You have all the streaming services. Yep, we're the most privileged of people that ever privileged. I have yeah. all the streaming services. <laughs> <laughs> But I've, that's because with the to totally normal times, exactly, I have exactly. two people living in my house. So, yeah, so um, with the totally normal times, we have to sort of like have 
something to do. I'm also reading a lot, which I really like. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, so I'm watching those. And um, that's why I am um, on Instagram yesterday. I was asking people who was the sexiest Marvel hero. And I can you explain that to me? Because I, I don't understand. Is it a thing? What do you mean? Or are you creating it into a thing? The sexiest Marvel hero. No, is... I was just, I was just being weird. I was just like, it's awesome. Yeah, it was really fun. It's so the the way you stated is cool, right? It's like, uh, <laughs> it's like you you find them all the sexiest. Yeah, I do. Yeah. There is no yes or no poll. No, no, or, no, no. There's no right. One, no, it's, I was just, I was just not asking interactive. people. It's just you saying. i was asking no, no no i was asking people like who do you think is the sexiest marvel hero and then they, they came up with a lot of like different ones oh, really? and i yeah. looked up a picture okay, okay. and cool, i put cool, them cool, on cool, and cool, i put cool, like cool, a cool. dumb innuendo under it um because i i feel like they're all really attractive people let's be honest it's not like there, there's nobody in that movie franchise where you would go like oh no i wouldn't have sex with you it yeah. doesn't matter they're all very very beautiful yeah and um uh but i was making it actually i was making a joke because no matter where it's from, what it's from, whether it's from movies, TV shows, the world, the one sexiest person in the world is and shall always be Idris Elba. <laughs> Idris Elba and cats. Yeah, Idris Elba and cats. <laughs> I can't. I haven't seen cats. I haven't subjected myself to that just yet. You I'm know what you should desperate. watch? Why is cats? By Lindsay Ellis. Why on is YouTube. cats? Okay. Nay, why is cats? Yeah, why it's, is cats? Yeah, it's yeah. it's a. Uh, a, 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 an essay from essayist ah. Lindsay Ellis. She does all the Disney essays. Oh, She's amazing. Oh, I love it. Okay. She's smart. Yeah, but I was just making a joke because I thought he wasn't in the Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> but then I posted my joke with the punchline with like, ta-da, Idris Elba's the sexiest. And then I was just like, wait a second. Wait, maybe he is <laughs> in the Marvel movies. And he is in the Marvel movies because he's in Thor. Oh. He's like the gatekeeper in Thor. So... I'm right, and I, I made a fun joke, so I'm, I don't really... Like, I love it when things work out. Um, um, but I was just, like, being weird on the on the Instagram. I just really I thought it was funny. Um, but a lot... Yeah, that was pretty much it. And, Are you um, enjoying Instagram? I am. Yeah, yeah I, I can am. see that. Uh, I post a weird TikTok in the morning, and yeah. I just post a little bit about my day. In, and, and sometimes I go on these weird tangents or uh, weird contact and i i really enjoy it i um um uh, i have a lot of fun interactions with people who tell me about my book but also who love the instagram and it's yeah. been really fun i'm enjoying instagram yeah yeah i can see that yeah thanks yeah fun um and i think oh i have one more can i do one more please it's a weird it's a weird one so we have disney plus as i told you <laughs> And all the streaming services all the streaming services and i have a thing for adam driver ah. i think he's just so goddamn attractive and i i think don't, i know that yes i don't yeah. understand why but of he's course. just I would did climb. you like him in girls i haven't seen girls <laughs> i know but but i think he's an asshole in girls right yeah but yeah, n- not that that matters. Sexy asshole. Sexy asshole. No, I um uh, I haven't seen girls, but I've uh, I think uh, it's mostly because of Star Wars that I've just like started to really and I also really enjoy the John Oliver bits where he just calls him really weird sexual names mm. where he says something like you fuckable redwood. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah, just, yeah, yeah. I'll put those in the show notes as well. It's really funny. Um, so I started watching the new Star Wars movie, so seven, eight, and nine. Uh, I started with seven, and I was watching that and I was just like. 
this is a mess if you compare it. Well, this is not a mess on its own, but it is a mess if you compare it to the storyline that continues in eight and nine. It makes no fucking sense. And so I started reading up on Star Wars movie making and Star Wars, yeah. and it's it seems like they didn't really figure out like <laughs> one, two, three in an order, and they just made like three separate movies where two is by a different director. And I thought two was awesome, um, but it's really out of key and out of tone with the with the first one, and it doesn't follow the storyline of. Um, the Force Awakens at all, and so I started reading about Rian Johnson and JJ Abrams, Abrams and and how everything and and like you have those really weird Star Wars fans and you have like yeah. the critics and it's all very convoluted. But the like even like the romantic story arcs, which is basically what what I was watching in in Star Wars: The Force Awakens, which is like they're really like harping in on on Finn and and Rey, mm-hmm. and then in that's completely like <laughs> off the map in eight. And well, at least sort of, because then it's it's going more towards her with Kylo Ren, and then in the third movie that sort of like con- sorry spoilers that sort of continues, <laughs> um, but it's just it's so all over the place, and I was just like I because I love the Star Wars movies, I really do, I really enjoy them, but now I was watching it, I like I understand why people think this is bad. Uh huh. I finally understand why people think this is bad, which was interesting. I still enjoy them, but I understand why people were like, this was a mess. Yeah. And that was it. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen them? That was a sort deep of. sigh. <laughs> <laughs> I have a love-hate relationship uh-huh. with Star Wars. Uh, I mean, I love certain bits. Yeah. And I do love the J.J. Abrams mm-hmm. episode. Yeah. <laughs> episode. Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was, I think... The best modern yeah. take. And do you on, mean The Force Awakens yeah, or The Rise of Skywalker? No, The Force Awakens. Yeah. That that to me yeah. is like... Because I feel like in, in... So good. Yeah. So good. I thought and it was J. J. a great Abrams start. is amazing. And of course, the first Star Wars for sure. ever, that was like groundbreaking. Of so course. So I respect that a lot. Sure. But, and yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, just... No. I, you know what the thing is? They, I can't care. Mm. enough about universal politics no yeah okay so i hate the i hate the fight scenes like with in space i'm just like (laughs) i don't care go back to the people (laughs) that's why um the force awakens was so great yeah because it's really good yeah i think in in storytelling yeah and the the first three like the first three seconds? Yeah, like, so it's with, one, two, and three. With Jar Jar Brings. Yeah, uh, oh my God. <laughs> that was so boring. That was something. Let's just that say That was something. something, yeah. 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 <laughs> oh. Misa don't like it. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, but the poor actor, like, and that's, oh, yeah. like, the the fans are rabid. That's just crazy. But it's a really, I think it's a, it, it's a really interesting world. Um uh fandom it's a very interesting fandom and i find myself like i i like to research the pop culture stuff that i like i like you're gonna love lindsay ellis then yeah i that i really enjoy stuff like that and especially now where like with imdb you can find out Mm, so much information mm. and so many good articles um and it's just um it's it's i I sort of went on a deep dive just on a random night where i was watching the movie i was just like 
this is weird. Yeah. And J.J. Abrams does a really great job. But then in number eight is by Rian Johnson, um, yeah. who is an he made Knives Out. Okay. Who's a really uh, the, have you seen Knives no. Out? Oh, oh, you would love that movie. Oh sure my god, that's... please go watch it. I think it might actually so be much on one homework. of the streaming. Yeah, it's true. I think it might actually be on the uh, on on a streaming by now, and if not, maybe you can rent it. Yeah. Um, but he's a really great director too. But it's just because they had no like general storyline. If you look at the Avengers, so much of what is happening in early Avengers movie movies is setting up all the shit about the Infinity Stones. Oh, but yeah, that is from not character sad. story arcs not to Easter eggs, yeah. everything. Everything is super well done, intertwined. Star Wars, they they had to like hack that together. Yeah. Like that was a bad. That was like a improvised sewing job, so to say. But it's it's almost like um, they take it. It wasn't everything about it is um, a patchwork. Patchwork. That's the word I was looking for. Right? Yeah. Exactly. It, it, the whole thing breathes patchwork. Which it's yeah. And politics. Which is stupid. And and, yeah. and fan service. Yeah. Oh, so much. And fan service can kill mm, a movie. Definitely. Because yeah. Yeah. You want to do what the fans love, but it's not necessarily the what, best what, thing. Exactly. What's yeah, good for yeah, the movie? Yeah. yeah. And with Mid Marvel. They had a vision yeah. from the start. They, they knew that, oh, we're going to make this into a huge franchise. So we better Bizarre. we better just take this whole thing into the far future yeah. and see how far we can stretch this. Yeah. Yeah. And everything should be in place. Brilliant. Brilliantly and, well yeah. done. Yeah. And there was enough fan service in there without becoming like obnoxious. Yeah. Because, like, I remember the in the last Avenger movie, the big fight scene, and I'm not a fight scene person. I'm just, I just don't <laughs> care. Um, they beat each other up, and then eventually someone wins. I'm just like, eh. But the last fight scene where all of the people that you love from the yeah, previous yeah, yeah, movies yeah. come together, I can just scream with joy whenever I think about that. It's just so cinematic, so perfect. Okay, for anyone who hasn't watched the Avengers and Star Wars, I'm so sorry. This has been... Just like me time, you know Jenna Marbles. Whenever she does something for herself in her videos, this was this was Liana's selfish time. This was Liana's selfish time where she talks about stuff that she loves. All right, thank I, you. I, every time um, I want to uh, test 4K mm -hmm. or 60 FPS, sure. 4K 60 FPS or whatever on a TV, mm -hmm. I put on the Avengers. Yes, that the one scene where they are in, I think, a city. Yeah, and then everybody has to come. And is that the first Avengers movie in New uh, York? Yeah, New York, yeah. where the sort of in, from a portal, these these yeah these the, centipedes, the, the aliens, yeah aliens centipedes, yeah. fly yeah. in. <laughs> that is just the best it's sixty really frames per second four yeah. K footage you Stunning. can just. That's so as 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 if you're there. Yeah, it's so crazy. Like, maybe uncinematically cinematic. Yeah, it's like wow. Oh, can I tell you what I'm obsessed with? My current obsession. Okay. So a little while ago, um, I, I uh, in my book, Dinge anders doen, available wherever fine books are sold. Um, sorry, I will stop that no, at no, some point don't. in the future. Um, I wrote about this really helpful and sexy-ass Excel sheet mm. for word counts. 
And um, after, um, I, I, I am usually more of like time investment. So I work more with how many Pomodoro units I spend on something. But I was interested in maybe experimenting a little bit more with work count on projects, especially for like the ebook that I, I made. I figured I might as well just give it a shot. So I tried to find that Excel sheet and I couldn't find it anymore because that's the way that it goes. However, I found the most extensive, elaborate and sexy ass word count Excel sheet I've ever, ever seen. I have a boner right now. I t me too. It's absolutely perfect. It's been made by a writer who actually hired an Excel expert uh, in order to create all the different <laughs> formulas. Expert. Really? No, he, to make the formulas and stuff. That's a thing, huh? It really is. So it, what it does is you can, you can um, set a daily word goal, a monthly word goal, a yearly word goal. You can put in different projects um, uh, with different word count goals and it uh, calculates for you how long it will take you to finish, how much words a day you would like to, you would have to meet in order to meet your target dates in order to finish it. Um, it has graphs, it has um, pie graphs, but also charts graphs. Am I saying that right? You know what I mean? I know what you mean. Um, it has everything. And I've been enjoying it so much that now I also count my word count. And it's so cool. Wow. And that's in Excel or it's Excel. In a, is, it, is it also a Google Sheet? Um, I think this one is Excel. I don't know if there's a Google Sheet. It's $10, which I paid. And then it's an Excel. And probably. then it's an Excel. Yeah, and uh, honestly, it's worth the $10, which I know may, may sound weird to some of you that you would pay $10 for an Excel sheet, but this is so elaborate and so useful that I would happily pay two times that for yeah. this particular. I gifted it to, uh, to Susanna. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> and I can, if you want to work more with word counts, I'll include the link in the show notes. It's absolute perfection. Like, Why if would you're you want to work it, with word counts? Well, for me, it creates overview. Uh, and I don't, I don't usually have a lot of overview in terms of like connecting word count with dates and with how much percentage of something that I finished. Do you use it for books only? Yeah, I did. Uh, no, I also put in medium because I also like to, um, I'm, I'm picking back up my medium and my English uh, uh, blog post in June. And I also like to see how many words a week I actually produce for other stuff. So it's you can you can actually put all of it in there. Is it a, is it a task? What do you mean? I mean, is, is it like um, how do you how do you how do you do this? Is it is it a lot of work? No, it's not because you just fill in um, you fill in the things that you want in the Excel sheet, and then um, per day you can put in. Um, uh, on what you worked, how many sprints, which in my case are the Pomodoros, you worked on something, you can put comments in, like maybe this was an easy day or a hard day or a long yeah. day. Um, you can put in how many words you wrote that day. And then it also, you can also set like a monthly word uh, goal. And then it counts for you, like how much more days of that you need and how far along you are in that process. And basically what it is, is if you've written yeah. something, you put it like you count it and Obviously, that's different for like, I don't do it for the morning. I'm not going to do it for morning pages, but for like in a Word document or on the Internet or whatever, you count and then you put that in and then it just sort of calculates everything for you. Cool. Very it. cool. I love it. <laughs> that was mine. That was my obsession. That's what I'm obsessed awesome. with. Awesome. Yeah. 
I was thinking about um, blogging when you said about mm. starting a, the blog. Yeah. Um, I was with friends and we were um, digging up old stuff on the oh, internet. Yeah. That, mm-hmm. um, and I found, or he found, Nick, he found my old bl- WordPress blog. Really? From when WordPress was really just the blog. Yeah. Like, you want a blog? Go to WordPress. Go to WordPress. It was either Blogspot or WordPress. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So I have a WordPress website. It's still alive. <laughs> it's still there. Really? It's crazy. And the What's thing- it called? Oh, you, you don't want to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's fine. It's andrewchin.wordpress.com. Oh, okay. Perfect. And it's... It's the weirdest thing is that there are so many posts on there. Really? Like, how how did I ever do something that long? You did, and, yeah. And 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 it reminds me of what we just said. Is I did it just for fun. Yeah. Just because I liked doing it, and yeah. I had no audience. No, just and back you then, liked it, yeah. Nobody had an audience. No. And then later on, people started getting audiences. Sure, sure. But at that point, uh, having a blog really was for no one no it was for yourself mostly and i can see now in hindsight that that is super effective yeah because or effective that is a bad word to no, say but, see, um, you know what i mean it's like it, easy it it makes me do it yeah and now i would think about who is it for? Yeah. What's who's my watching, target audience? Yeah. And I cannot talk about yeah. every mm. thing I want to talk about. It has to be contained with, yeah. with this and this and that and blah, blah, blah. And mm. it's no fun. No. <laughs> Doing whatever you want is the most fun. Yeah. When you're but creating. But for reals. Yeah. I totally forgot. And, and I forgot about this whole thing. That's and, so and funny. And it's so nice that we talk about the book. Yeah. Where she basically tells us it's allowed to yeah, just do just, something for yourself. Yeah. And it's healthy and necessary. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Well, that's fun. Isn't it? I'm yeah. going to stalk you a little bit later. That's fun. <laughs> <laughs> but my obsession is classic Italian pastas. Oh. Like making the, you know, they're all the simple ones. Mm-hmm. Like uh, cacio e pepe and uh, mm. the alio olio oh. and the carbonara, the carbonara. Mm. even the the classic classic of all classics, the 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 bolognese. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh. Like I used to make it all wrong. It's, it's like and now when you when you do it the real way, yeah. it's fantastic it's those italians have perfected they do all they these, do these pasta dishes so extremely well honestly i think that that's the 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 power of the italian kitchen yeah. and one of the reasons that i love it so much they just use great ingredients yep. and keep it simple yep. and it just becomes amazing while i was very much taught in like with like dutch food mm-hmm. and you just put a lot of stuff in there because we're hungry motherfuckers yeah. and we have to like calorie dense and whatever yeah and it has to be interesting and i really had to yeah, learn yeah. like no 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 carbonara is not with vegetables and ham and this really <laughs> weird packaged white sauce no 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 no, no. it really is pancetta or guanciale or guanciale but we can't get or, gu- guanciale no, exactly. here, so, so yeah, pancetta is fantastic. Exactly, or even 
bacon, if you yeah. are so inclined. Egg yolk and Parmesan cheese. Yeah. Parmesan cheese. Yeah. Yeah. And and <gasps> and pepper, obviously. And in the right order. Yes. Yeah. Order matters as well. Order which matters. Which is also something that I've really had to learn. I just put everything together. So before. I've been watching all these YouTube uh, oh, channels. Oh, nice. And then uh, now I'm just practicing, practicing, practicing <sighs> the, the perfect mm. classic Italian pastas. Amazing. Yeah. That's really cool. Also, like last year I practiced to make the perfect omelette. Mm-hmm. The omelette du fromage or just the perfect French omelette. Yeah, yeah. With that is also a super trick to do. It's, yeah. It's, 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 it, there is a way and it's fantastic. You have to teach me. I always make scrambled because I can't do anything else. It's The funny thing is, it's it starts as a scrambled egg and then it becomes the perfect omelette. Oh. It's all about temperature control. It's, it's also... If you can do that, it's it's. Vincent just, makes yeah. really amazing scrambled eggs. He he. I think he watched like a um, Gordon Ramsay video. Just <laughs> changed our lives, and he just makes just the most beautiful, fluffy uh, uh, cool. scrambled eggs. So uh, the only egg that I make is like a mess. Um, so like I tried to make an mm-hmm. omelet with like veggies and stuff, and then at one point I try to flip it over, and everything just falls apart. <laughs> or I just cook an egg, or hard boil an egg. Are you still making this whole? huge meal prep for your family yeah you're still doing that yeah i um so for those of you who do not follow me on instagram i uh became an aunt on uh my brother's side this time i'm also again on my uh, on vincent's sister's side also but um it's my brother's first baby and Uh. because of the totally normal times we're not really allowed very close and i'm very excited and um you know when you're a parent a new parent to a newborn um you have so much to figure out and there's so much stuff that you need to do that i decided to make a shit ton of food for my brother and his girlfriend um and i've been trying oh my god i've been trying all Mm -hmm. these different recipes and um, i'm actually bringing a bulk load of food uh to them on sunday again but I uh, I went a little bit overboard the second time, I think. <laughs> so I tried to keep it a little bit. I've done it three times now. Um, but the third time I made a Jamie Oliver crispy duck lasagna. Wow. Let me tell you. So I first talked about this on Instagram and I asked everyone to send me recipes of their favorite feel-good recipes to receive, like to get other people to make for them. And so one of my friends sent me this Jamie Oliver um, duck lasagna recipe. Now you gotta understand two things. One, I love duck. I'm sorry, I really do. It's one of my favorite meats. I don't, I think I only eat it maybe for Christmas once a year, if that, but I love duck. And two, Jamie Oliver is lying to you about 30 minute meals. Jamie Oliver recipes are amazing. There's some stuff of his that I absolutely adore, but it's always a fuck ton of work. And so when I saw this, I was like, I really love duck, but this is going to be a fuck ton of work. But I, it, it just like, it stuck in my brain. I was just like, I'm gonna make this. I'm just gonna do it. So it turns out for the duck recipe, for the duck lasagna recipe, you needed an entire fucking duck. <laughs> so guess who called the butcher in summer in may and said hey do you have a duck for me and they were like so like you mean like duck breast or no no no, i want a duck (laughs) because for this recipe you have to first grill the entire duck for two and a half hours in your oven wow so i did that i got a duck i 
spend like Saturday afternoon, I think from 12 to 6 <laughs> on the fucking lasagna. So first... 30 I, minute meals. <laughs> 30 day meals more like. So I put the duck in the oven and then when it was done, I had to like sort of strip all the meat off. I was covered to my elbows in grease because duck is one of the yeah. fattiest meat, which is why I like it, which is why I also really love pork. Um, which is called, the restaurant is called the Fat Duck. Yeah. Shout out to Heston. <laughs> um, so you have to get all of that out and then you have to make the ragu, which normally you would maybe use like um, hocked, what's minced meat for, mm -hmm. for the ragu. Uh, but now you use duck meat. So minced it has to. Duck meat? No, it's not minced. Chopped up. Yeah, chopped up. It's basically, mm. It becomes pulled duck, I would pulled say. Pulled duck? Even. Yeah, I know. It's so fancy. And you have to make the white sauce and the, the I, you have to saute spinach in order to get into... Jamie Oliver fucking <laughs> wanted me to make the pasta myself. And I said, hell no, that I'm, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> but it was so good. Yeah. I haven't stopped thinking about that lasagna ever since I put Ooh. the first mouthful in my mouth. It was. It's so good. I'm going to make it again for my friends who are also having a baby in about three weeks so um, uh, whenever someone has a baby I'm, I've decided that this is my traditional I'll bring you this food food okay I have something to do today you do <laughs> honestly it is really really good it's a really um, it's a, it's oh, it's just can I buy a frozen duck um, I think so I think maybe in like the big um, like Sligro and Macro and the yeah, big supermarkets yeah, yeah. also um, Oriental has it oh sure yeah they have duck. Yeah. Well, that's another uh, good option. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was It was really, it's a long ass job, but it's worth the time. Wait, did the butcher actually order you a duck? He did. Yeah. He didn't have duck lying around in the freezer. He was just like, I have to order this for you. I was like, okay. That's so cool. Yeah. I love our butcher. I see can the guy he, can he once totally, a year, but. <laughs> can he totally get anything then? I think so. Yeah. Because it's like it's like a traditional butcher, so they have like ah. um, I think a lot of people actually go there for lunch for like um, uh, paninis and broches and stuff like that. Um, and I broches. think broches. And he's I think he's really busy uh, during Christmas times and stuff. And we have some meat in the freezer, but we order from like the very eco-friendly, bio-friendly, um, uh, sustainable uh, butcher on the internet. So I, we have some duck, uh, not duck. We have chicken and some. Uh, pig meat but we eat a lot of vegetarian food so mm. we we last a really long time but every now and again i think maybe once a year or maybe twice a year vincent makes really nice pulled pork and we always get it from that butcher i see yeah cool. yeah nice yeah maybe he can get us guanciale guanciale yeah oh well i think if we if we if i asked that he would get it yeah huh mm. interesting all right. I think we have recorded a long-ass podcast, haven't we? We are at one hour and 30 minutes. Wow. <laughs> that might be a record. All it right, guys. It is a record. So um, uh, to quickly sum up our previous podcast, we talked about our 30-day challenges. And for the next 30-day challenge, we're going to be doing the morning pages together. And we humbly and enthusiastically invite you to join yep. us for this particular 30-day challenge. Very you cool. can start whenever this podcast comes online when the podcast drops and we'll be starting a little bit earlier but we'll liana will feature you on her instagram stories i definitely will yeah that'd be really fun so please let me know when you do it by tagging me on instagram um we talked about the artist's way which is pretty much a workbook about how to live a more creative and self-defining life 
Um, we talked about our pop culture pleasures, which are Rain On Me by Ariana Grande <laughs> and Lady Gaga. Um, Never Have I Ever, the TV show on Netflix. The Avenger movies. I talk a little bit about the Star Wars franchise and the things that might not be ideal about that. And then we uh, moved on to our obsessions, where I talked about the Excel sheet that counts my words. I'll let you <laughs> see the link as well. And Andrew, you were obsessed with... Classic Italian oh, yeah, pastas. Classic Italian pastas, which is a great thing to be obsessed with. We'll let you know about the next book. We're going to talk about that uh, off the air so that we can figure out what's the next project. And I wish you all a lovely time. I hope you are okay and that everything is going great in these totally normal times. And we'll talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Oh, yeah. Like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. Leave a review. Buy the merch. Follow. Ring the bell. <laughs> <laughs>